How do you feel about those waveforms? You know waveforms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those waveforms look. You like those? Pretty wavy. Okay, good. Yeah, we only get the waviest ruffles. That's a, that's with a waves. good waveform right there, actually. That's a, oh, that one right there was really nice. Regulates. <laughs> uh, how long do you guys go? As uh, long as we want. Yeah, but it's they're usually clocking in about an hour or under an hour. Gotcha. Is that cool? Yeah. Good. Um, on, good on time. Oh, I got nothing going on. Uh, do you try not to talk trash or is it? You like, can talk. What do you mean talk trash? Like say I whatever you, you trying want to be like. Oh gonna, no, no, no no no! Guess no. what? Dude. We said Flesh was a bad movie. We said Santa Sangre is a bad okay, movie. Okay, cool. I figured. We yeah. said uh, Saw was bad. Cool. Saw is a bad cool, movie. Cool. You know, we talk about the good and the bad. It's not like and it's yeah. like we're the talking about life. both the movie and the list of like yes. it being on there and the the creators of the movie mm-hmm. and the cultural impact okay, and cool. your lives and where you were when so we're gonna talk everything. shit about sean penn we're gonna talk shit about emile hirsch <clears throat> yeah I, re- I reread the wikipedia while i was in there on the on the toilet good good so good, good. learning yeah, about I've, how shitty they are i've got a little info got okay, a little cool. info yeah mm-hmm. we can talk about it hello everyone welcome to the 500 greatest films <laughs> podcast my name is Hector Navarro. We have got a doozy of an episode for you today. Oh, a doozy. Sitting across from me is my best friend since kindergarten, Mr. Keller Knobloch. Say hi, Keller. Hi. Sorry for speaking out of turn. No, not at all. What are you talking about? I didn't wait <laughs> for my introduction. You're encouraged to, my friend. Okay. You're encouraged to. We had a banger of an episode last week. Hey. We yeah. talked about Enter the Dragon with B. Dave Walters, and the only reason I'm bringing that up is because we did it earlier today. Yeah, hours <laughs> ago. It was great. And our guest today is uh, one of our dearest friends oh my goodness one of our i would say spiritual gurus that as soon as keller and i realized that we shared a love for the greatest film ever made i'm talking of course about hot Hot rod oh yes hot rod that we shared we entered into a brotherhood that could only be broken by death, and even in that case, oftentimes not. No. I'm talking about, of course, Mr. Lucas Eubank. Wow, what oh an introduction. <laughs> as good as it gets. Yeah, you, that's me. I'm here. <laughs> thanks for having me, man. Let's talk. Literally anytime. Thank you so much for coming on to talk about this movie. I was excited because this is... We've been wanting to have you on the show for a long time because you are a filmmaker, and you uh-huh. know what you're talking about in those regards. Sure. But you're also a professional champer and i'm oh. talking camping oh yeah. the real real so i am a champion camper we like to shorten it to champion yeah uh, the, keller and i do that campfire yeah so uh those of you uh at home you know you got your ear po- earbuds in right now uh keller and i we we like to partake in the camping ourselves yeah, yeah, so uh yeah, yeah, yeah i i understood exactly why you guys asked me to be on uh this into the wild because uh hector texted me and he said hey do you have any strong feelings either way about into the wild and i was like Literally none. I have no feelings about it. And he was like, do you want to come on? I was like, yeah, I do. (laughs) So we're just going to be talking about camping techniques throughout. Um, uh, (laughs) How to pitch a tent. How to pop a boner. How to engorge your erection. All of the different ways to make it In a way that it makes the fabric form a tent even. That is a, yeah, that's a technique. Exactly. No, but you know Lucas from uh, being one of the head honchos over at uh, Hyper RPG. Mm -hmm. We worked together. We met via uh, Geek and Sundry. Mm -hmm. Now, which is what, like two plus years ago? Dick and Johnson would not exist without. It's true. Oh, Without Lucas. Without this man in particular. Dick and Johnson is one of my favorite things that I've ever been able to say I helped make. Yeah. Uh, it's, you it's saw us be gem. idiots once, and you guys, you guys want to do this on a weekly basis? Yeah, do you guys want to come back and do this more? <laughs> <laughs> After we fucked around one episode of a thing? Yeah. yeah. That was great. So, um, so, so happy to have you oh, here, man. Lucas. Uh, I'm excited. And, uh, 
Okay, good. I was just checking. Do I have to turn off the AC? I probably I turned should, off right? the you AC. Did? Wonderful. What I All did right. is I turned it off. Thank you so much. We're going to cut this out. We're going to cut this out. We're going to cut this no, out. No, we're going to leave it we're in. We're going to cut this out. <laughs> <laughs> Keller, <laughs> let's get into it. Let's set the stage. This is from Empire Magazine from 10 years ago, 2008. And it's a British magazine, Lucas. So we're going to set the stage with the little blurb mm-hmm. summing up the movie we're talking about today okay. in Keller's British Oh, also, accent. Lucas produced the first four episodes of the shitty version of this yes. podcast. No, oh. no, no, no shit on you just now. I, <laughs> but, no, I a year remember. ago. Uh, a year we, and a half ago now. We yeah. filmed it. Are, do those exist? Yes. I think they're still on the hyper like podcast and page on, on Apple. Cool. They're on my computer somewhere. Yes. And Sweet. this was okay. so you so you can I have I remember. Yeah. I remember this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think you're gonna read this. So this British thing it was a thing that you <laughs> guys stuck a, yeah, with. It's already yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, we did uh, everybody stuck with. Yeah, Hector decided, yeah, we're gonna make you do that again. <laughs> cool. Every For episode. Every but, single person who comes but, on, no matter their repute or yeah. <laughs> If and when we have the fucking Queen of England herself, I'm going to still have you do it in front of okay. her. I don't give a shit. And it's funny because... Oh, man. I'll do it right in her face. <laughs> I'll memorize the blurb that week and I'll look right in the goddamn Number Queen's 38. face. Yeah, right in her face. No, but like you've been nervous about the British accent, but literally we every... got to get the Queen on. Every single guest we we've ever had, on. as soon as Keller starts reading, this is every guest's face. Ready? And you'll have to describe the face afterwards, Keller. This okay. is as soon as Keller starts reading. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they all just kind of nod. Yeah. They're like, They're like uh, it's good. Yeah, he's doing it. Yeah. Everybody seems to be scared when they hear that mm-hmm. it's about to happen, mm-hmm. and then they kind of ease into because it. they underestimate you. Have you had a British yeah, guest yet? Uh, we've had we've Australian, Australian guests. guests. Mm. We have had feisty guests. I don't know. I don't think we've had a Brit yet. I'd, we'd love to have one, of course. Yeah. We're gonna have to get Kate Elliott just to you know what? Not for yes. anything no other Brits. than to see. <laughs> I'm saying it now. <laughs> Down with colonialism. No Brits. Uh, no, we I'm gonna open the magazine right now. And point, and that's the episode that the Queen has to do. <laughs> okay, do it. Okay, do it. He's flipping through the magazine right now. Who framed Roger Rabbit? <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. I, you know, I quite enjoyed this film. I thought it was that's rather amazing. lovely. I love the films the of cartoon, Robert Zemeckis. Cartoons were very nice. I'm thinking of knighting him. <laughs> we'll have we'll have Kate Elliott on. This is an open invitation right now to Kate Elliott, just so that she can once and for all, as a British person, look to you after you do this impression and go. Kyla, that was quite good. Like, she was fi- for, for once finally she say it. ever do that again. Okay, great. Okay, great. So here we go. Hit us with this blurb. There it is. 473 into the wild. 2007. Director Sean Penn. Boo. Sean Penn. Boo. Penn's fourth boo feature takes him into previously uncharted territory with a true-life tale about a young hobo explorer and his quest to truly escape modern life in America. Using the entire country as his backdrop, this is Penn's most ambitious movie yet. So it was his fourth movie? I thought it was his first movie. What else did he direct? I don't care. Mystic River? I'm going to look it up No, that's Clint Eastwood. It was Clint Eastwood. Yeah, I don't know. What else did Sean... Mystic Pizza was him. Sean Penn directed Mystic Pizza. <laughs> did he direct I Am Sam? What else did Sean I'm Penn? Wondering, oh, that's man, what I'm I wondering. I hope to God oh, he directed. I he directed Am Sam. The Adventures of Sharp Boy and Lava Girl in 3D. I forgot. Oh, Robert Rodriguez is like, I will pass on yeah. this mantle to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What was Sean Penn's voiced second and Thoid's movies? Interesting. Yeah, I don't have enough data to look this up. So that's okay. Actually. I can I can look it up. Are you not on the? Oh, there it is right there. Are you oh, not yeah. on the Wi-Fi? Oh yeah. What's your Wi-Fi password? Do you mind just sharing oh, that over the mic? Oh my gosh. I'll Go tell you. Say it. I'll tell you what uh, it we've is. Got yeah, Mystic River. 
he did direct he that. directed mystic river apparently wait I, no I don't, you're just in what it's known for correct. yeah I'm gonna I don't go a trust bit the internet, man. I'm going to go a little bit further into the IMDb page because the Google search was not doing it for me. I need to go off the grid because I don't trust the internet. <laughs> just just look at the goddamn face of Sean Penn on the Wikipedia. Like, mm, look at that smug There's just son a, of a smugness to him. It's just like, oh, man. It's like someone left leather at the top <laughs> of a desert mountain for a hundred years. And it's like, let's put this on a guy. <laughs> And that's his face. <laughs> so he directed in 1991 The Indian Runner, in 1995 The Crossing Guard, in 2001 The Pledge, in 2007 Into the Wild, and then 2016 The Last Face. I don't think I know about any of these other than Into the Wild. I, I think I know The Crossing Guard. Is The Indian? No, I don't know what The Indian Runner is either. I think I have seen The Indian Runner. It is apparently a 1991 crime drama film written and directed by Sean Penn. It is based on Bruce Springsteen's song Highway Patrolman. No, I have not seen that. <laughs> but now I want to. That sounds oh pretty God. interesting. I don't... So there's so much to talk about with Into the Wild. Yeah. Uh, let's do overall thoughts and then we can kind of dissect it. And I love that his first movie was based off of a boss song mm-hmm. because like uh, uh oh my gosh i'm blanking we're gonna on go and say any like, better stance of this podcast we love the boss we love the boss <laughs> we are boss fans just kidding bruce springsteen i think i can name two songs but okay that's fine i do I actually do love the boss i think he's an american treasure yeah. and party uh, in the usa and, yeah <laughs> that's right and, uh, wait, and, and friday that's yeah, right yeah, yeah. <laughs> party in the usa it's a party in the usa oh man it's friday friday <laughs> gotta get down on friday and eddie vetter is all over into the wild as well he from really pearl is. jam there's so a lot of that it's interesting that that's sean penn's first voice. Uh, yeah exactly um so overall thoughts lucas you've seen this movie before we've all seen this movie before right yes i saw this movie in i think probably 2008 i know i saw it pretty quickly after it came out on dvd Mm -hmm. um i didn't have any strong feelings about it then uh i have maybe stronger feelings now i still i think it's overall it's a decent movie yeah um i'm just like why is it a movie just Mm -hmm. the whole time i'm just like yeah, like, I just want a raspberry at every yeah. dumb thing that they yeah. say. Yeah, uh, and it, unfortunately, I think it some of the techniques used so uh, did not age very well. They're a little um, distracting. Yeah, it's it's funny because when the movie came out, according to Wikipedia, Roger Ebert, who I love, rest in peace, he's great. Although mm-hmm. he was wrong about video games, Roger Ebert said what he, he about loved video this games? movie, didn't he? He did. It, I mean, and it made a lot of critics like top tens list for two thousand seven. Mm-hmm. Um, That's why it's on this list. Real quick, e- Ebert said about video games that they could never be art. Because okay. they are like an active oh, experience, and I, agree with I just that. I just think uh, <laughs> just, video games are just kidding, guys. You played Shadow of the Colossus. I just finished God just of finished, War, and yeah. that's great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Ebert said that the movie is so it's like mesmerizing, is what mm-hmm. he said, and and that the directing is so confident. So it's interesting sure. that like Sean Penn has a bunch. Of <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> a bunch of techniques. I that are don't pretty... believe that he. I feel like. He, his AD did everything, and he was like, what if we did this? And he's like, okay, Sean. <laughs> he's Spicoli from Best yeah. Desert Ridge High yeah, still. Exactly. Yeah. What if we did this? Yeah. He doesn't say anything. <laughs> this. Uh, okay. I just, I found it distracting. The first couple times it was funny, but then it became a little distracting. So all the times, many of the actors would look right at the camera so for certain times. things. Like, just shots of, like, Emil Hirsch through some trees that he would pop his head up and just look at the camera and smile. And I just felt like I'm hearing Sean and Emil be like, hi, Emil. Hi, Sean. Like, and, <laughs> yeah. and they like leave that stuff in the movie.
movie. You know, like Emil's like, did you get it? And Sean's like, yeah, this whole part is also going to yeah, be in the, the movie. And that's that, that's that kind of thing of like, I maybe wouldn't argue. Okay, yeah, it might have been confident decisions, but it doesn't make them good ones. Sure. Like I don't know why some or, of these decisions were made. I'm just not a fan of those decisions. Yeah. Like they're confident. I just, uh, yeah, they are a little bit distracting to me. So, so overall, you said it was a decent movie. Yeah. You know, you have stronger feelings now where some stuff doesn't work for you. Yeah. Um, what about the story itself? How do you feel the, about story the story itself, I think, is the major issue of just, I think that this is an interesting story, um, but it just doesn't really need to be told uh, in a movie format, I mm-hmm. guess. I don't know. Because it's one book. film that I thought, I think it works better in a book, but it's one film that I thought, like, you could have just taken more liberties and, like, had an actual message here. Mm-hmm. Because the takeaway to me was kind of muddled. You know, mm. I feel like Sean Penn did that on purpose. Though. I know. I feel like, like right. he's qu- whatever you want. Yeah, I, yeah. It felt very sort of like pretentious, artsy to yeah. try to do something like that. Where yeah. I'm, I'm like looking more for like, let's make this a adventure. Let's make this have a theme. It didn't really feel like there was much of a. Or theme if you're to gonna me. do what you're trying to do, do a better job. Mm-hmm. Do you think that it, if maybe. the movie had leaned more into, here was this kid, he made this realization too late. And it's sad, and mm-hmm. he fucked up, and it's um, if they had leaned more into the realization was that life is worth living because yeah. of the people that you love in your life, instead of at the end, especially with like the sister narration that I mm-hmm. assume they probably pulled from the book that that um, uh, I, I want to call him Alex because Alex Supertramp that uh, Chris's younger sister kept kind of like letting us know like hey, this is Chris's journey, this is yeah. his story, yeah. he had to tell it. So it was almost like this like are you you know, are you trying not to blame him or say that that he was responsible for pain caused in your family? Are you trying to yeah. excuse him for for that and for you know, like because of the fact that he passed away, that he died, or is or did, is the message of the movie? No, he was also right in many ways. Like it's it's good to be out there. It's good to be on your own. It's good to find joy in every experience you have. It doesn't matter if there's another person there. Like. Is that the kind of muddled you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. It feels like, okay, maybe they're trying to say that about, like, it's, you know, get out there and be free. And, uh, you know, there are these vagabonds that, and, you know, I think we often have those fleeting thoughts ourselves to be like, I would love to just drop everything, get yeah, off the grid, the and, sure. yeah, yeah, go live in Alaska. And it's like showing us inside what that could be. But I think that overall, there could have been, at the end, it could have been like, well, here's why you shouldn't do that maybe as mm-hmm. a theme here's why that didn't work out for him I, d- I never felt that and i think that it's sort of like dangerously romanticizing this guy yeah. went out there so unprepared mm-hmm. and it's just like people are inspired well, that's what, by probably this. what the book did too yeah and i'm it's like, like yeah. uh, I don't, you see so i'm not many feeling it guys on instagram or people on instagram mm-hmm. that just like have a van yeah because mm-hmm. their parents bought them a van and mm-hmm. now they're gonna go live out in the desert yeah. and it's do tough. into the wild now it's tough, man. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I bet you the book probably did do some of that as well, or at least if the book had more nuance, um, you know, again, reading the uh, the summaries of the movie in different places, they said that, like, Sean Penn took a book that was maybe a little all over the place and sort of unfilmable, and he made mm-hmm. it like an interesting character study, mm-hmm. and that became the focus of the book, So maybe the or the focus of the film. So maybe the book did more things or whatever, but, mm-hmm. like, I, I kind of agree with you, Lucas. It's a little bit romanticizing and it can be dangerous and like Keller was saying I'm sure people I mean now that bus the replica bus at least that they created to shoot the movie is a tourist attraction yeah. and and is it a is it a, is it a thing where we should 
pay our respects to this young guy. He died and it's really tragic because it is. Mm-hmm. Or is it, you know, it, it, what can we learn from his experience and his mistake? And is the only thing we can learn that, hey, make sure you know which berries you're eating. Or can we learn more? Because he comes to realizations and he's writing out his feelings. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's it's tough, man. I don't want to root against the guy because mm-hmm. he's a real guy that died. Right. But it was difficult for me. I'll just go into my overall thoughts of the movie. It was difficult for me as we're watching it. I know that every person in every facet of life has their own problems and their own struggle. Mm-hmm. But it is difficult to root for this kid when it seems seemingly he has opportunities and um, places and people who care about him. People who care about him. They continues to sort of shun because he's young and mm-hmm. he feels like mm-hmm. people have fucked him over because he learns his dad had an affair and, and he come from he came from a troubled home life. And, you know, even that, it's like, yes, you have you have such difficult times with your parents. At the beginning of the movie, we just see, like, a dinner that he has with them. And then he does give, does give all the money yeah. to charity. Yeah, so, cool. you, so you're like, yeah. that's great. Before he goes off the grid, yeah, he gives the rest of his college fund to, like, a charity, and then he dips out. So I'm not rooting against the guy. Yeah. I think that he's right about a lot of things about that are wrong with society. At the same time, I feel that it is... Just in the real world, not film-wise, it is pretentious sometimes when people decide to go do that. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to go live off the grid. Because you know that he was not also not planning to do that forever, I feel like. You right. know what I mean? He, 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 I, don't think he yeah. was, I don't think he was planning to do Mountain Man for 10 years. I think he wanted to go to Alaska, do this thing for a while, a couple months, and then come back and be like, I went to Alaska. There's yeah. a couple lines throughout the movie that his character says where I'm like, that's why you're doing this. And it's not for the right reason it's for like a rebelling it's for like a i don't I'm mad at mm-hmm. my parents type of a reason yeah you know? and i think that they could have emphasized that a little bit more yeah. too uh because i felt um i never really felt like he was doing anything for the right reason and i had a hard time like getting a glimpse of what his character was supposed to be yeah because yeah. i'm thinking like he's going out here to do this thing i it could have Maybe in just the way that it was filmed, like we could have seen him like enjoying the outdoors a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But like we're seeing him have a tough time, and I'm like, are you just doing this mm-hmm. for the you know the story of it to be able mm-hmm. to say that you've done it? And that's fine if it is. I just didn't. I wasn't able to like make any sense of what was going on with it. I mean, we see him enjoying nature, and he has these beautiful moments, and that's the best like part of the movie. The caribou yeah. Watching the caribou, and, and he's crying, and he's you know, mm-hmm. and he's the, and he looks around, and he's like, I'm the only person out here, and it's beautiful. And that's the best thing about, that's mm-hmm. one of the best things about being alive, period, is like when you get to go and connect with nature like that, it's right. amazing. But then that scene would cut to a scene of him kind of treating people shitty who he's meeting in his life that are yeah. like good to him. Yeah. You yeah. know, like he, like he, especially Ron, like it's so, like, oh, it, it all leads man, up to that. Holbrook <laughs> performance of this movie. Killed it. He yeah. made the movie for me. He in did. one scene. At in the one very scene. End. Uh, where I believe well, he, he was, is great the entire time. He but, is, yeah. but that one scene where he's teary-eyed and he says, "Maybe I can adopt you. Maybe you could be my grandson." Like I think he got a Golden Globe nomination for that mm-hmm. for Best Supporting mm-hmm. Actor, and and he and that character and that experience summed up like why it it was tough for me to to um to be on Chris's side at the end, even when he is slowly dying, because it's just like, dude, but it's. And the other thing, just cross the river. Just but but we'll get back to that. But Keller, oh, what man. were your what were your overall thoughts on this movie this time around? Uh, I enjoyed it the first time I saw it, however mm-hmm. many years ago, mm-hmm. uh, back when I lived in Texas. So at least more than five years ago. Mm-hmm. This time, not as much. You're a wiser man. Yeah, you're not know. your early twenties anymore. Exactly. I was just mad at him the whole time. <laughs> basically, I was yeah. like, "Come on, dude, you burnt your money." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of, like, you can do whatever you want to do, 
but there's a smarter way to go about it, I mm-hmm. guess. Yeah, I mean, we see him and burn his like, money, and then he, like, goes and gets a job. And yes. I'm like, what's the, what's the message here? Yeah, <laughs> what are you doing? He works at Burger King. Yeah. yeah. Is it because months and months are passing? Like, is this, like, yeah. a, you know, like, I agree, man. Even, and I know that he didn't want to... Um, have it have to deal with his parents telling him no when he was like I'm quitting college and I'm but just like, gonna go do this thing. Set yourself up. But your sister, you care about your sister. Yeah. And and it was really hard for the, the, his family not to know where he is. Set yourself up. Even if I'm go- like when I went on vacation to Mexico for like a few days to do like a press thing mm-hmm. where I was gonna be kind of really safe and covered and we we're going to like a populated area and it was all gonna be safe and everything. I still like let my mom packed know all of here's here was the hotel. Yeah. Yeah. I packed all my, took all my guns, <laughs> but I was like, mom, this is the hotel I'm staying just in case. Like, yeah. and I'm like with a group of people. You didn't even tell me city. that. No, it kind of hurts me. It's okay, man. Hey, <laughs> check, uh, check under your pillow. Cause I, that's where I left the note. Oh, shit. oh man. I never lift up my pillow. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, keep, keep going with your overall thoughts, Keller. Um, yeah, it just felt very much like he was just, he wasn't nice to anybody. Well, he was like, like he didn't respect anybody. He thought his way was the only way. And he just kind of seemed like he was, seemed condescending to people. Self-righteous. As like this little 23-year-old. Mm-hmm. And like uh, all these people have lived lives and dealt with consequences to things. And right. he's just like saying, no, I'm going to go live out there. Mm-hmm. Now he's it's like he's not wrong about everything. No. And there's some things he's right about. And it's a thing where like like um maybe it's just because I'm on Twitter all day, but the, the fact that that 28 Latina woman just got elected to Congress from the Bronx, yeah. you know, and mm-hmm. she's like 28, and a year ago she's working in a Alexandria bar. Yeah, Ocasio yeah, Cortez. Yeah, and she because she saw a problem, and then she decided to do something about it. And that's the thing that like I'm in a, I'm in a state of mind now where that's what I care about. That's what I'm drawn to. So it's like if this guy, if this Chris kid thought that there were issues in society he did give twenty five thousand dollars to he charity. did but like yeah. i would have loved for him to take of his that, parents money i would have loved to, yeah for him <laughs> to, to take that passion and like you know go try to change something in the system somewhere yeah you know i don't know it's just it's it's tough because yeah he's 23 i'm not 23 anymore i'm not 15 anymore i didn't yeah. say this when i was a kid it, it, it he's he's 23 and i and i think of young people in their early 20s that sometimes and i because we were there I know what that's like to think that you have all of the answers and yeah. it's, it's you're self-righteous and there's nothing wrong with being passionate and, and, and figuring that stuff out. But I do think that with age comes wisdom and like it's, it was a frustrating watch it was. to see him make the decisions he made. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's what frustrating. It is mainly. It's frustrating. Yeah. It's frustrating. It's not that it's like, it, I think it, it's tough with adaptations cause it's like you, you can either tell the story as it happened, mm-hmm. uh, but sometimes that's not a good movie. And I think that's what they did in this case. Like I believe all of those things happened and I believe he had those relationships. But and this movie is all about the philosophy of it. Anyway. Yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. they should have taken a little bit more liberties with this story and just made like a good takeaway. Mm-hmm. Of, yeah. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe because of the fact that he died because look at, um, I haven't seen the movie, but 127 hours is another like, true story mm-hmm. of a guy who gets well this pinned. book is like beloved so like true read this in high school and stuff yeah yeah, yeah. so it's just the thing where like the the uh, stories like 127 hours they're survivors so they when we when we make them heroes it's because that person is still around we just watched last week we saw enter the dragon with bruce lee yeah, and we talked about how like if bruce lee hadn't died would we feel the same about bruce lee do you know what i mean if Heath yeah. ledger hadn't died would the dark right. knight movie be as big as mm-hmm. it was 
if right. Paul Walker didn't die, would we care about the Fast and Furious, you know, Furious 7 as much as we... And sometimes the answers to those questions are like, no, we wouldn't care as much. And that's okay. We lost them and it's tragic and that's mm-hmm. part of why we miss them is because they're not around. So it's like, if this if this guy didn't die, I don't know if this would be a story. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, like, if and he so, came back from Alaska. Yeah, and, and even though he came to these realizations and this would have been a little novel that people picked up, I don't think it would have carried the same sort of weight. And yeah. I think because of the fact that he died, people really look at the story and go, "What? oh, he was right. Or he, mm-hmm. it's more difficult to say he was young and he made a mistake and it's, you know, even now I feel bad speaking ill of the dead, yeah. basically. I know, yeah, like, it's, it's tragic. I mean, he was, yeah, had yeah. A, the rest of his life ahead of him. Yeah, and he was like, he seemed like, by in many accounts, a good he person. Was, yeah, mm-hmm. good, smart person. Mm-hmm. Could have contributed. Yeah, you know, and and I think it's tough because you can't, you can't like when you're dealing with family issues, you cannot. And it was for you know because it maybe it's relatable and frustrating because we all have family issues, but it's tough to like watch that and and not be able to help solve that problem you just have to see it and it's a problem and Mm -hmm. it's never going to get addressed and it's tragic because then the kid dies Mm -hmm. you know it's it's frustrating why didn't he just try to cross that river again guys he should yeah he didn't even attempt Uh, it again second time you want to because he was scared of water he did say he was scared of water earlier but then he kayaked the car got over the whole wikipedia thing yeah does uh, it go over that this movie it's oh my gosh it is so freaking sad uh let me just read this to you. McCandless, joined, or McCandless Journal documents 113 days in the area. In July, after living in the bus for three months, he decided to head back to civilization. But the trail was blocked by the swollen Teklanika River. The water course by that stage was considerably higher and swifter than when he had crossed in April. McCandless did not have a detailed topographical map of the region and was unaware of a hand-operated tramway that crossed the river eight-tenths of a mile away from where he had previously no crossed. No way. I eight, know. Eight-tenths like, of a mile. And that's what we were saying the whole time is like he could walk just up river. walk up river and try to find a better place and he would have found a better place. Like literally would have just been able to like... Oh, here's my the thing. Gosh. And here's, the fact that he was there for so long and didn't get that much of a lay of the land. Oh man, it makes sense. It makes sense because because first Why of all, does that make sense? Because even then, this is the this, first thing I do. This is walk around in, when I go anywhere. Yeah. This <laughs> happened in when he died in like '92, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, people didn't walk around then. <laughs> people weren't walking around yet. Fair enough. But look how easy it is for us to pull up, you know, satellite maps on our computers in our pockets. And th- those I know weren't if I'm around going in '92. Goddamn, the right. wilderness of Alaska. I know. Get the lay of the land. I mean, look, the beginning of the movie, the guy who dropped him off Again, was like, "Here's some boots, dude. You're not. You don't even have boots." He goes, "No." It's like it's, it's, they're trying to show <laughs> yeah. us he was un- underprepared. Yeah. And in that scene in the movie, he had where a book in there, like your book's cool, dude, but yeah, you got to yeah. get your shit together yeah, if you're going to do this. He's like, "No, nah, I'll be fine," because he's 23 and dumb. Young, dumb, and full of dumb is mm-hmm. what his his deal is. Yikes! Probably also full of gum. He probably he <laughs> yeah, he's out there all alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. He met a sixteen year old, and she was into him, and he was like, "Nope, not gonna, not nope. gonna break that law. I'll I'm break all of the the Colorado River laws, but not this one. So you stay over there, and I'm gonna leave. Goodbye." Bye, Kristen Stewart. Bye, Kristen go Stewart. Talk to Zach Galifianakis. Yeah, Zach. Zach Genefinakis. Uh, <laughs> we all know it's Galifianakis. Yeah, it's funny. Like that's a dumb joke to make fun of his last. <laughs> it's name. It's like a joke you would have made when this. Movie came exactly, out. <laughs> 2007. Like, oh, did you guys hear about that actor, J- Jack Zakvanakis? He was I in, just don't pronounce anything correctly. He was in Out Cold. It was great. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. what we would know him as. No, but then, <laughs> I but then remember in, from that. Oh, no, oh nine. Two years later was the first Hangover, Hangover movie. Yeah, and that was his yeah. big breakout. And he was good in this. Well, I mean, he yeah. did stand up before that. But, yes, and I Why remember seeing his special. So stand up fans would know who he was, yeah. but it's anyway. But back to uh, 
it's tough, dude, because like we get to that scene. I just Back I'm so to, uh, it's, it's tough. It's dude. frustrating because you get to that scene and I'm like, listen. It took you a day to get out there, and by the time he gets back to the bus and it's raining and it's nighttime, like it's trying to show you how far away it is from his little bus home, the next day, instead of going back and like trying again or getting up early or whatever, like he, uh, then I think the next time we see him in the wilderness, he's like shooting the gun in the woods. He's like, where are all the animals? I'm fucking hungry. And it's like, at mm. that point, when you go, I'm fucking hungry, you try that river again, brother. Exactly. Yeah. You try that river. You know, you, you scout it out a little bit, or you, like you said, Keller, go up river. And then let the current just take you down yeah. to the point where he left All his hat. All that time, build a raft. So it does it's, make you wonder, though, like, because we... I know, it's yeah. hindsight being what it is. Yeah, but, I mean, that's sure. hindsight, and it's also, like, maybe that's not even what happened. But read um, a book first. Because we really only right. have his journals to go off of, so... Right. You, so, are you, wait, are you saying that maybe he, like, he... Maybe he tried several times? I don't know. Sure. Oh. I mean, and again, they did show us, and he got dunked in there, and it was hard, and it was... I'm just but saying, he never like, even, like, tried to cross. He, like, right. slipped in and then... And he and he came back out. He was like, "It's too much. Like I'll get swept away or whatever. It's too much." And it's, it's tough. But yeah, I would definitely um, go up river, hop in, Mm -hmm. keep your feet up in the air, and uh, (laughs) in front of you. Let's get into some. uh, Make your way across. Let's get into some. Let's let's get into some champion techniques. You guys are champion campers. That's champers. Yeah, we are champers. 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 Uh, How accurate was the champion in this movie? Uh, you know, it seemed pretty accurate. Yeah, he they did, like, fall asleep outside. So. Like I was eating hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I would definitely use that as a pillow if I had it. Um, it was weird <laughs> for me that he was right by a river, and we never really saw him try to fish. Mm. Um, and he I, had a collapsible fishing pole. Yeah, it seemed like that could have been, like, a main source of food. And mm-hmm. I know that, like, from what I read, Alaska he wasn't really salmon. fishing. Uh, he was sort of surviving off of small game yeah uh, like shooting rabbits and squirrels and stuff yeah. um and there, there's actually like a theory that that's how he died is he was not getting enough sustenance he was malnourished oh. because he was only eating small game mm-hmm. so it was really just whatever you get from that and not mm. enough and there's like salmon up in those rivers right yeah oh man. there should and be some, right that so that, that's good. that's why i'm confused of like yeah. what there's a river right there and you got a net like and he built a just, bridge like throw yeah. a net over the bridge mm-hmm. yeah so the guy gave him a fishing net too. Mm-hmm. Very underprepared, it seems. Yeah. You know, take a map with you, um, probably. Boy. But it's tough, man. That is the, yeah, that's what it is going into this movie. It's like, come on, man, take a go, <laughs> stop by REI real quick. Yeah, <laughs> they'll, they'll hook you up. <laughs> Just so, ask so, them what yeah, you need. Yeah, I know. There's an yeah. outdoor section of Walmart. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. There's, there's got to be uh, there's got to be little uh, gas stations in Alaska that yeah, have that maps. Yeah, that big ass backpack. What's in it, dude? I know. <laughs> What's in there? I know. It's tough, man. What's your guys' favorite place to go camping? Oh, dude. I, I love Sequoia. Yeah, the Sequoias. Sequoia You've been there. You went, there. You went That's there with you us went. one time. Yeah. Oh, is that where I saw the snake? That's we, saw we, saw snake. we saw bears, dude. Oh, my God. That was the craziest you shit. You went bears. to the snake first. One time I saw a snake. No, we saw four bears. We saw bears, dude. That was the most insane thing Because yeah, we were just ever. walking along the trail. Well, earlier we saw a bear off the trail. I'm like, oh, my God, a bear. And they were walking along again. It's like, oh, a bear down there. All of a sudden, two little baby bears run down in front of us. Like, and we're like, we like, oh, have fuck, to fuck, go. Fuck, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dude, at one point, our little group, because it wasn't just us. It was like a trail. Yeah. It was like a trail that we went up in. And oh, I think when we came back, like I think it was Adam Lavick and Bert Jennings with us. I think they were. I don't think Adam was there, but Bert was there. Bert, Bert was, there. was there. It was a thing where we finally came back to. Uh, we finally came back to civilization. Bert was like, um, pissed that he that it took that long because the yeah. person we went with was like, well, oh, it'll we, be like we were gonna like go on a, a hike four yeah. hours, and then we like went on a ten miles. Mile. <laughs> no, what did it end up being? It, it was more miles? than ten. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. And then we got back, and I was like, I have to sit down yeah, for tomorrow. We were all yeah. like, 
what? They were like, <laughs> that's the day. Because because where we were, were, were we with some friends? There was some I think it were, like, wasn't more... until like four miles in that we were like, how long is this? Yeah. <laughs> I have a friend who is a park uh, or a forest ranger mm-hmm. in the Sequoias. Mm-hmm. So we were with her uh, and they just kind of went out and wandered around and we followed them. And uh, they were very in shape. Mm-hmm. Uh and we were not. I was and not. We were not. <laughs> the point, like, here's the deal, though. Even Bird agreed, like, but but the fact that we did see wild bears, yeah, yeah, and the view that we got mm-hmm. to that one point, the Little view, baby rattlesnake, like, it made it worth it. Yeah. It was just brutal. When we came back, we were like done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's one of those things where, in hindsight, it's like, I'm so glad I did that. Yeah, uh, yeah. But during, I was pretty upset. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, we saw bears and I and I and the little group we were with like we had to like run because when we did see the cubs that's the thing that everybody kept telling us is like bears are fine if you see a cub get out of their way we because just saw two little cubs come running so down cute. a mountain like rolling so down the hill us. it was so adorable it was amazing but then we it's realized so they're rolling crazy right towards us watching yeah. something so adorable and realizing the fear that should be inside of you yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was great oh wait i was like we could get all of us killed by a single mama bear right now exactly yeah. and it was huge that creature was big and it we was a far away off and we were like yeah we got it was going. amazing it was so cool yeah, dude, I love champing, dude. Animals are cool. Yeah, they are. I love them. It's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, the camping uh, aspect, yeah. it seemed, uh, you know, it seemed pretty... He could have done better. Accurate, but yeah, it's <laughs> like he's not doing a good job. Exactly. Yeah. What did you guys think of Sean Penn's directing? I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> I thought so many decisions were... I already said what my theory was. Yeah. It's like, Um, what if we did this? Could the movie have worked with 38 minutes cut? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Like maybe a full hour. 39 even, yeah. It was two and a half hours. So yeah, I think you could cut a lot of it out. Um, Yeah, I thought a lot of the pacing of dialogue was really awkward mm-hmm. um kind of hanging on shots after and i don't know if maybe the editing's weird yeah and that's that might be the editor's fault uh i don't know the music's man. good i like mm-hmm. the music eddie um, vetter did a great job yeah that was did. my one note great music songs. plus plus yeah. plus yeah, yeah. Three plus <laughs> signs. pretty good yeah that's pretty good <laughs> Aged pretty well yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I think I feel like some of the editing editing was really awkward. Like the and we mentioned this during the movie, the uh, the crossfades yeah. of um, that has that's one of those effects that it just has not aged well. Of these like ten second long crossfades where it's like crossfades to where they like kind of slow it down too. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's like choppy looking like drop frame slow mo. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Look, some of the shots of nature, Sean Penn shows them to us. He's and also I'm like, a piece of shit. Yeah. He's also a huge piece of shit. Sean Penn? Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's okay. showing Just us some of the stuff. Sure that was in there. And, <laughs> and I agree with Emil Sean Hirsch Penn. Emile Hirsch as well, piece of shit. Yeah, yep. Emile Hirsch. Uh, yeah, we, should yeah. say, piece of shit. we should say for both of them, allegedly for allegedly, legal purposes, sure. but allegedly they're huge pieces of shit. Uh, I don't think you have to say anything alleged, about no? alleged about them being pieces of shit. Oh, okay. You can say alleged about what they did. What they did. But like, it's like, they're like pieces of shit. Sean Penn is showing us certain shots of nature and i'm like i agree sean this is gorgeous it's mm-hmm. absolutely stunny and also other times, i don't think the emile hirsch one is alleged and i don't think the madonna one is either yeah i think those are both like in the, those in, the books. In, in the books in yeah. the records yeah yeah i mean emile apologized for it yeah. oh yeah he it. apologized oh, for throttling a woman in a bar jesus yeah. christ mm-hmm. uh it's cool guys emile hirsch is in the new quentin tarantino movie who's yeah, again exactly. apparently also a piece of shit yeah so thanks mm-hmm. tarantino um that's great uh bum, 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 bum. 
other times Sean Penn, the director, is showing us stuff, and he's like, "Isn't this shot amazing?" And I'm like, "No, no, <laughs> yeah, it's I know. not it's, good. I mean, no. it's, it's not a it's, good shot. Stop trying this to." This man it's very had the most beautiful places in all of America to mm-hmm. point his camera, and that's mm-hmm. essentially what he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's the only reason that it looks as good as it's it stunning. does. And I said this during the movie too. It's funny because we saw the original a few weeks back, but um, Sean Penn's character in the Secret Life of Walter Mitty remake with Ben Stiller is this like handsome, bearded, long hair. That's better like, shot than this is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the crossfades are cool in that. Yeah, because yeah. it's cool. They have special effects. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but like his his character is a photographer for Time Magazine, and um, he goes. Ben Stiller is a better you know, director. Uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe man. That first Zoolander movie, pretty good. That was directed yeah, by Ben Tropic Stiller, Thunder right? Too. I think so. Tropic Thunder. Oh, dude, Tropic might Thunder be his best yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he directed so Cable Guy too. Yes, oh, but Cable Guy's a good one. That's one. That one doesn't sit. It doesn't. Well, me. it's only because that is so uncomfortable. But for yeah. sure, yeah, for sure. But it's all right. Zoolander and Tropic Thunder are amazing. Zoolander number two is really bad. Yeah. What a bummer. I didn't see it. What a big bummer. Did he do Zoolander too, though? I did he direct it? He may I think have. he did, and uh, the Saint Justin Thoreau wrote it again too. He may have, yeah, yeah, yeah. Real bummer. That one's just like, yeah, it's like same, everything should have worked. Same team, right? Same team of people that did the first one, did the second. Put in the time, guys. I just think, put in the time. I don't know. I feel like that maybe that type of comedy movie. We're past it. it. Does, yeah, I think I feel like we're past yeah, it because the first Zoolander was two thousand one. Yeah, I think right. Although right before nine eleven, or it was yeah. released right after, and they went in and, and digitally removed the towers. I will say though, I think Pop Star, which yeah. was the, just like a year and a half ago. Yeah, uh, I think that that is sort of that silly, stupid comedy. But uh, and today, it worked really great. It worked, so yeah, Pop Star Never Stop Never Stopping yeah. is brilliant, and it's you should so funny. go see it. I had a call a, back um, to our. It's a guy that I I, I, I work yeah. with who said that he 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 tweeted something like I, you know I just don't like Andy Samberg and anything he's ever been in, and I let him know I'm like hey, here's the thing that's fair you have to check out Pop Star because part mm-hmm. of Samberg's like comedy and his persona if you don't like it feeds into it yeah I was like don't sleep on Pop Star it's dope and multiple people backed me up where they're like yes 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 this is like it's yeah. amazing like yeah. even if you don't like Hot Rod fair. Go see. It's not fair. I mean, it's not fair, guys. It's sure. not fair. It's, it's, it's not fair. You don't if say you don't like hot rod. rod uh, <laughs> who am I supposed to build rents for now? Who am I supposed to? Rent I quoted that today. <laughs> you did earlier oh, today. I, I quote it every day. Yeah, why? Definitely. Why is Hot Rod the greatest film ever made, Lucas? I Lucas, don't know, please. No, man. It's just it's it makes it reminds me of friendship. Uh, at You're about to make me cry. A young age. You're about to make uh, me fucking it, cry. It reminds me of simpler times, uh, and it might reminds me of like really caring about something. Uh, and they just capture it so well within the dumbest jokes of all time. <laughs> it reminds me about caring about something. Exactly. Yeah. There's so I much know, heart. What's that like? Yeah. yeah <laughs> what's it like to be too legit? He's like too, too legit, legit to, to quit. quit. I used to be legit. I used to but be too legit. I'm legit. <laughs> <laughs> Therefore, I must quit. <laughs> yeah. Therefore, I must quit. <laughs> uh, guys, go watch Hot Rod. It's number one on this list. Yeah, <laughs> it should be. It should be. Let's replace Into the Wild with Hot Rod from 2008. Okay, guys, and we will do a Hot Rod episode of this podcast. If, I love that. Ooh, speaking of reaching out to our audience, here's the deal. Keller recently, uh, I mean, right before we started recording, accidentally dropped the book. Recent. Pretty recent. Dropped the book, uh, that uh, it, the magazine, I should say, that is the... Um, and I said, sorry for dropping your relic. And I was like, I need to get, uh, I need to order another one off of eBay. Here's the thing. If there's any listeners right now that are listening... And you know about this fabled magazine that I'm talking about, the November issue of 2008 of Empire Magazine that had, I believe, 100 different alternate covers. Yeah. 
150 or it was either 100 think, or it was 50 i think it was a hundred different okay. covers but check in the beginning of uh right at the front it, it'll uh, it'll say i think in like one of the first not there oh right there 100 yeah look just on the cover no flip back to the cover Oh yeah, hundred covers to choose from. Hundred covers to wow. choose from. Hundred covers to did collect. Did they just do like the top one hundred? No, they didn't even do the top one hundred because it's the five hundred greatest movies of all mm-hmm. time. I think like you know movies lower that are not in the top one hundred, they get their own uh, covers. You know, who yeah, from like Roger Rocky Rabbit has hmm. one. Toy yeah. Story Two has one. Ghostbusters and some other movies that we. I think Enter the Dragon has one. If not on this page, if you turn the page color in the top right-ish area, there's an Enter the Dragon with Bruce Lee. Yep. Right there. So, like, and, and Enter the Dragon is number Gremlins. 474 on the list. So, if anybody's listening and you guys know about this magazine, if you happen to have any copies of any of the covers, one thing Keller and I talked about is by the end of this 10 years, we'd like to have every one of these. We want to try to collect every cover. So, if you want to help us out um, and uh, hit us up if you have them, and then I can send you guys like a P.O. box to ship the cover to. That's amazing. That'd be dope. So, we can start collecting and just have the 100 covers. I think that'd be awesome to do we got 10 years to do a library so there's that and just in case like this one eventually and disintegrates keller flip back to the article itself covers um the way that they contabulated the data that's a real word is everybody wrote in their top 10 list please just run down how they contabulated real fast they contabulated the data by having people and filmmakers themselves like 50 or so that's my favorite thing about this issue yeah the contabulation the contabulation i remember looking at the top 10 last year whenever we were filming and be like oh wow so interesting so who's list did we just refine here, Keller? I found Ryan Johnson's list. Director of The Last Jedi. What in Star Wars film. St- yes, it's a Star Wars. Uh, we, we can now read to you his top 10 list of films as of the year 2008, as of 10 years ago. What was he it's doing fast. in 2008? Why he did they just, hit him up? He just came off a of brick. Brick's on okay. the list. Oh, Brick is, yeah, on, Brick the is yeah. on the list. Yeah, so like he was, he, was, he was like a filmmaker that I think everybody was like, you got to keep your eyes on this kid. He's yeah. going to mm-hmm. do stuff. So, yeah. He's got a great top 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, name Ryan Johnson, occupation charlatan. <laughs> the kid's funny. He's great. Uh, not really in any order. Uh, eight and a half. Mm-hmm. Treasure of the Sierra Madre. I haven't seen that. Seven Samurai. I have it. You should borrow it. Humphrey Bogart. Right, it's good. It's John Huston. Two thousand one. Space Odyssey. Okay. Vertigo. Citizen Kane. Mm-hmm. Annie Hall. Raging Bull. Mm-hmm. Paper Moon. The apartment, not a bad list. No Star Wars movies. Yeah, not there's a bad o- list. there's other filmmakers. Kevin Feige, the head of Marvel Studios, is he on just here. wrote Star he, Wars. He has Star Wars. Yeah, he's got <laughs> Star Wars. I think it's just all encompassing. I think he has Star Wars, Star Trek, the Star Wars, and Empire. See, there's your Superman. proof right there. Ryan Johnson does not deserve to be on. <laughs> That's his official stance. He, he just was, said he was right just trying there. to get in to introduce Guys, some of we're that trying to SJW remake. bullshit. We're trying to remake the Last Jedi. <laughs> Listen up, y'all. Why did we go into this voice when we talk about our true mission, which is to remake the Last we Jedi? Remake we the need last to Jedi. remake. See, look here in this issue of we, Empire Magazine. He doesn't even care about that right. franchise. We care about it we, ten years ago. We, we pledge found our proof. money and our merchandise. That we're gonna remake it. We already have sponsors. We got up to eight hundred. Yeah, they all told me. Yeah. They said, I promise to give you $2 billion. Yeah, they said, I pinky so promise. Like, what, $2 billion? This is crazy. This is going to be the best Star Wars be movie best Star Wars ever. Movie. We're right now, we're up to, I promised, $84.6 billion, y'all. Exactly. Can you imagine? Like, let's just go into that you know for what? a sec. We've been thinking about it. We're going to go yeah. ahead and cancel America's debt as well. <laughs> yeah. With the amount of pledges that we got coming in. <laughs> Uh, fuck you guys. You Those imagine? assholes are probably going to help build the wall, too. I have that kind of money, and 
like actually get to like beginning stages of filming and realizing that nobody would ever agree yeah. to be like come on to that project oh the best was when ryan johnson himself retweeted and he's like oh please 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 do this please do this and it's like you have to feel like shit when Yoda himself, Frank Oz, and Mark Hamill, Mark Ham- like reaches, but like, all of them but are Frank just like Oz guys. is like really. He goes, "This is what you want to spend money. You don't want to solve any actual problems. You want to try to spend money." And, I was, and I'm just thinking, dude, the people you are idolizing, idolizing yeah, think you are you. all pieces of yeah, shit. That's brutal. But also, fuck them. Yeah, that's fuck guys. Crazy. Last Jedi is great. It's a oh, great, and it's movie. my favorite Star Wars movie. Me too. I say that too. Me too. It's my favorite. Guys, let's dude, all high five oh, at high the five. same time. Ready? One, two, three. <laughs> that was sweet. That was so good. So sweet. That was Dude, too yeah, legit. It, it took legit me a while to, to come around to it, but I was like, a couple months ago, I was like, oh my gosh, it's better than Empire for I me. Think, yeah, I yeah, had the me most too. fun with that one. It's, I think it's oh, got it's everything for me. It's yeah. got every, and any and anytime someone's like, it's got dumb casino stuff. That's I'm like, not look, the way Luke Skywalker is. It is. <laughs> he would never do that. <laughs> he threw the lightsaber. <laughs> 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 he should be opening his chest, exposing his pectorals, and cutting off the ghost of Darth Vader's head as he swoops in and fucks Princess Leia. <laughs> and, ju- and I'm like, God damn it. It's just the worst. But that movie, that movie is so good. It, it is the most complex Star Wars, mm-hmm. and I love it for that reason. Oh, it's yeah. great. And it's the, it is characters. the perfect sequel to The Force Awakens, which mm-hmm. The Force Awakens, if you're really mad that Luke would never do that, you're mad at The Force Awakens. Right. Yeah. You're not mad yeah. at The Last Jedi. Can you imagine if it would have gone the way that people, maybe the people mm-hmm. that have an opposition, if it would have gone that direction and everything we basically Dumb. predicted happened yeah we would have hated that yeah that snoke like, oh, okay. is like emperor palpatine and they're just oh like my god luke or like, could never go away he was already gone like in, in the first yeah, movie ray is exactly. luke's daughter or some yeah, yeah. shit or yeah, like jj like kenobi's granddaughter or yeah. something like that's why she's got a british accent genetics like some dumbass. that's how i got know. my british accent they revealed genetics. it genetics they revealed that finn is I like i can tap into it Lando's i can tap son. into my british and some yeah the only things in star wars matter if you're part of like two families apparently exactly Anyway, they're all related to Jar Jar somehow. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right, man. Uh, so we so we covered that. What else were we going to cover? Um, I got a question for like you. Yeah. Do you think now, mm-hmm. if they were to remake this list, okay. do you think it makes it on the list? I, I think absolutely. Not. I don't no. think it does. No, it I think it's it's this got two year big things. Yeah. It's first of all, it's it's in their minds. Sure. In 2007. It was sure. pretty well criti- critically acclaimed. Yes. When it came out. Um, now, also, we know a little bit more about Emil Hirsch and Sean, and sure. Sean sure. Penn. I think that even regardless, if you mm-hmm. don't want to have that bias, you just do mm-hmm. subconsciously. You're like, mm. well, and it's. Funny I also don't know though because just the people who made this list, like, true. There's it's, a few Roman Polanski movies on this yeah, list. There is, mm-hmm. but again, this was in 2008, and I think even in the last year. Remember oh, when yeah. we started well, this a completely. year ago mm-hmm. in January of 2017? Like, yeah. what happened in the year in between that? Yeah. is that we had all of these men being exposed for what they were doing. Kevin mm-hmm. Spacey, yeah. you know, uh, Bill Cosby, all of these people getting um, exposed for the things that they've done. Yeah. And I think that even now that the environment is different. I think even yeah. now something like Chinatown, if they redid this list, Chinatown would rank lower. Yeah, it, would it, lower. it might still be on the yeah. list, it but I think, sure I think more on, people would be aware of like, I you know what? So it's too. even Annie Hall. More people would be like, you know what? Woody Allen. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And those right. kinds of things would yeah, rank they would lower. Yeah, they would do their Woody Allen impression. Yeah, <laughs> that's what, that's an interesting topic. <laughs> I can't put it on the list. <laughs> I can't. You know, I can't. It's it's a little. It makes me uncomfortable. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I think it's an in- interesting topic that uh, you know we're finding more and more about 
we're finding out more and more about some of these just dirtbag people yeah. that have been involved in a lot of these movies. Yeah. But, you know, it's not like they were the thing that made that movie happen. Correct. Uh, you know, there are like typically thousands of people that work on a movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's like, do we completely discredit a movie because one asshole ruined it? Depends it depends on the it, movie. Superman yeah. Returns? Yes. <laughs> 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 Oh, I'm sorry, Brandon Routh. But you know what? Brandon Routh's okay now because he's on Legends of Tomorrow. Great. He's yeah. crushing it. He's great. I really feel bad for Kate job. Bosworth. Where's Kate? Let's yeah, bring her back point. in some Blue stuff, Crush right? 3. That's what I'm saying. Blue Crush 3. But that's a great conversation to have. We yeah. have it constantly. Remember the Titans too. It's about, yeah, bring her back. <laughs> Denzel could do it. It's about separating the art from the artist and when yeah. do we do it. And then it also depends on like, you know, yeah, that's just it's just what's fascinating about everything because like even earlier this year, Jeffrey Tambor, even just a little bit ago, Jeffrey Tambor uh, yeah. came under heat for the things he did yeah. while on set of Arrested Development. And people were like, well, now I'm not going to watch Arrested Development. But other people were like, well, now I want to now, but instead I want to support yeah, Jessica Walters, Jessica still on Walters in Arrested Development. Yeah. And she's the best part of it. Mm-hmm. And I can, yeah. you know, and so like, yeah, it's a tricky thing of like, I want to support all of the people who come together, these huge crews and, mm-hmm. and artists who come together and make these things. It's just tough when you know some of that money might go to your Johnny Depp's yeah. and your do do do's and your do do do. It's it can be uh, like, I'm not going to go see a Johnny Depp led Pirates movie again. Right. Yeah. But. If they do another Pirates movie that he's in, but he's not the lead, yeah. you know, and it's like, and they, they're sort of passing on the torch to other characters. And then mm-hmm. it's kind of a promise of like, if we're going to do more Pirates movies, it'll be with this. It's like, mm, yeah, you know, it's, okay. yeah, it's tough. It, it, it depends, man. It's It's been a struggle. But none of these crimes of Grindelwald nonsense. It's tough. Come on, JK. What are you doing? Yeah, defending him. When that happens, when the writer defends the action, tough. that's tough. when you're cut it off. Yeah. Yeah. It's like instead of so see everybody Aquaman. listening to this, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just kidding. No oh boy. Um. So, end of the day, into the wild, should not be on the 500 greatest films. Yeah. I, no. I I personally think I do think that I it is that there's so much interesting things in the film. Yeah. But I think it, it, for me, at the end of the day, it, it comes off as uh, uh, the, the bad outweighs the good. It's a little bit too pretentious. Yeah. It's a little bit you know distracting in that in those regards and um. And yeah, a little too long. Too. When I'm talking, oh yeah. yeah. When I'm is. talking like greatest films of all time, I'm yeah. always thinking like, did this movie push mm-hmm. the platform or the mm-hmm. format uh, in any sort of direction? I just at feel all? like everybody's I, like, wow, Sean Penn made a pretty good movie, yeah. right? And yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't see this movie and see any other movie that's like inspired by Into the Wild. You know, this shot here was inspired. Yeah, it's, by- yeah, it's like. I didn't know Sean Penn could do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel is what a lot of it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, he can. Oh, he can direct. I Wait, guess. what? Interesting. I think another thing, too, is that in the next, uh, if we were talking this movie or this uh, list today, uh, this movie, I don't think would be on it because no. we're talking, this is what, 473? Is that the number? Yes. Yeah. I think there are there are like 27 movies that have come out since then that could make it onto the li- this <laughs> oh. list and push it off. Oh, Absolutely. easily. Absolutely. So. And I think even since the then, 10 years. since then, other movies in uh, that are like lower on the list than Into the Wild, mm-hmm. even in these past 10 years, we've looked at those films differently and it's like yeah. they might move up. Like, yeah. you know, those kinds of things will Ocean's shift around. I've watched 30 times before oh I watch this God. again. Oh my God. But this is still not the worst movie we've seen no, so far. It Definitely isn't. Flesh. Definitely Flesh. Yeah, and then? And then? Santa Sangre, and then Saw? Sure. Something like that. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, maybe Santa Sangre, yeah. Then in, then in the Company of Men. In the Company of Men was just... I think I'd rather watch Into the Wild again before In the Company of Men. You guys got some work cut out for you. You No joke. Like, we're starting to... 
like Enter the Dragon last week. Yeah, that was like a good movie yeah. after a, a, a bit of a dry spell. Yeah. yeah, and then next week we're watching. Tell them. Oh, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Lay Dulo. Lay Dulo. I've never seen it. 1962. John Pierre Melville. Don't, Melville don't know movie. anything about it. I think our, it's on Filmstruck. I think it is. And our guest next week is going to be the illustrious, the brilliant. So thank Alicia God Malone. it's on Filmstruck. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Alicia Malone is going to be our guest. Uh, who she is a classic film expert, and I'm I'm so stoked that she's going to be here because she. I think she, I feel like she's the number one qualified person to talk about that movie to ever be on our podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But Lucas, sorry, Lucas, is the number one qualified champer to talk about champing. Let's Definitely. Talk. Okay, oh, you guys. If if you ever we check, need there's me to no come champing back. in Lay Duo. Otherwise, we'd have you there for it. <laughs> exactly. If you ever exactly. need me to come back and talk about just camping stuff we'll do a I'm camping episode yeah yeah when we get to the next camping movie yeah probably like i don't know world war ii movie or something or yeah where they have to build a fire yeah they gotta yeah. do some yeah. castaway and y'all, y'all have me come on and be like lucas was that a fire why and the like, hell yeah, have we like not a watched a western yet <laughs> oh man uh, i'm so mad yeah, they're in there they're sprinkled in there yeah they are we got the it's, searchers this eventually. this whole list even this little like microcosm this section so far and i do want to point out we're now more than halfway through the year mm-hmm. yeah because we're we almost done to, with our second page dude First Crazy. time we'll be able to turn a page. Yeah. Ooh. We started there and we're about to get to there and turn the page. Oh, wow. Yeah. For that's, everybody that's been all of 2018. in the listener oh land so far. Hector pointed at one part of the magazine <laughs> yeah. and then another part of the magazine. Exactly. <laughs> uh, just real quick, Lucas, give us your top, if you can, give us your top 10. Yeah. Top 10. Off the top of your head. Films? All time. Oh, wow. Um, oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? I think nice. this is my top, Great. top one. Is that um, your favorite Coen Brothers movie? It is. I think Absolutely. he just said it's his favorite. I think it's my, it might period. be my favorite all time. Do you think it's his, their best movie? I, th- I do. I do I too. It's their best movie. Mm-hmm. I do too. Um, Cinema Paradiso is on this list. Mm-hmm. Yes, if you guys is. do that, I, w- I would love to talk it about is. it. It is. I saw it because of you. It's a great film. It's really good mm-hmm. uh, as far as like story. Um, three. I like story. I don't know if I can get these in particular order. Doesn't matter. Uh, Rattle them off. Ninja Turtles. Nice. Um, That's in Hector's too. Love this man. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Hot Rod. The fact that you hot said Rod's those two there. movies and then that yeah. movie is great. So where Hot Rod is, is in, we're, yeah. that's four. Well, that's in all of our top ten, obviously. Mm-hmm. I can give you five. I don't think I can do ten. Okay. okay. What's, a, what's a fifth? Let me give you number five here. Hmm. Oh, this is tough, man. Yeah. No yeah. one's asked me this. Don't worry. It's on the spot. Do you guys really spot. care about my opinion? <laughs> yes. A lot. That's why you're oh here. Oh, gosh. Yeah. That's why you're <laughs> here. Um, okay, number five. I'm going to have to go... Go home tonight and be like, babe, guess what? Somebody asked me my opinion today. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm battling with like three right now. Say uh, those three. Yeah, rattle them off. Okay, I've got uh, The Matrix. Nice. I think that makes my top ten. Damn. I've got, um, uh, uh, the name is escaping me, uh, Eight and a Half. Mm. Makes my top ten. That's and you and too. Ryan Johnson. Seventh Seal. <laughs> Seventh Seal. And that's kind of where I'm Bergman? at. Yes. Ingrid, wow. Yeah. So okay. I've got seven. I love and it, man. Let me get back to you on the other Dude, three. Okay. Take your time. If you yeah, want. Tweet at us. When this comes out in a week, you can like follow, you can like follow up and be like, "Here's here's my top ten. I've been thinking about official it. Yeah. top ten. Yeah. If you want to do, do, if you want, I'd love to do that. If you want to do a little okay. bit of homework, I do need to think about. You're this the more. only like, person who's brought a notebook with you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I did bring. I made one note. Uh, put music. Plus 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 plus. plus, plus, plus. <laughs> Pretty good. Into the wild. Uh, plus plus plus. Lucas, where can people find your work other than uh, following Hyper RPG on social media yep. and checking out Hyper RPG's Twitch and Hyper RPG's YouTube? Where can people follow you specifically? Uh, me the specifically, woods. I am at Lucas Uspank. E U S P A N K. Yeah, that's my Twitter handle. <laughs> I'm not yeah. going to change it. You shouldn't. Um, good. But you shouldn't. yeah, otherwise, just check out Hyper Hyper RPG. Awesome. All day, every day. That's where I'm at. 
every day. I'm there right all now. Of them. Yeah, you actually are. True. When people are listening to this, you're there right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm there so. right now. Yeah. Thanks for uh, carving out some time in your very busy schedule, my friend, to Dude, come and guys, talk. Thanks Watch for having me. Always yeah. a pleasure Sean to come to this place and you know crack open some, uh, crack open some beers. <laughs> we crack them open anytime, dude. dude. Let's do another high five at the same time. Ready? All right, yeah. okay. One, yeah. two, two, three. three. Cool. Oh my like, god, it's so good. I'm looking You're just, just dead looking ahead. straight ahead. Yeah, You're I'm just like, waiting I'm for doing it. Like the opposite You're of crossing my eyes. <laughs> like a chameleon i got him i got you both i got you both all right guys so next week is led de Lou, which is on filmstruck and our guest is going to be alicia malone and thank you guys so much for listening and we will see you next week bye everybody bye, bye.